Welcome to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. How's the mom brain doing? I don't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's real. I'll tell you that much. It's it? so real. Yeah. Well, we, we have a, a three-time games winner champion with us, Dylan Pepper. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing great. As I was asking Nikki about her mom brain because I'm wondering how much she's going to remember and forget about you as we get into this. So just oh my God. Her. LOL. Like I could ever forget. Dallin and I go way back. Way back. Say. All the interviews. <laughs> All the interviews. I posted, God, this feels like forever ago. I think it was your, maybe your first year as individual, your last year as a teen. I can't even remember, but I like had to like go back in my phone and find like photos of us through the years since you mm-hmm. were like 15. Yep. It was like, here's me and Don when he's 15. Here's me and Don when he's 16. Here's us when he's 17. And I'm just not on that. I'm like, wow, I'm so old. I'm <laughs> that's <laughs> what I realized when I texted your dad and I was like, Hey, do you have any pictures of us from when Don was like 15 or 16? He was like, yeah, I have a bunch. I was like, wow, I am <laughs> the old lady. That's wild. Damn it. <laughs> I remember the specific pictures from when I was 15, but yeah, it's a good time. I know. Here's how old I feel, Nikki. So I went back to look. So he was the eighth interview or the eighth episode of this original podcast. And in, and in that time, he's gone on to, you know, compete with the big boys at the games and, you know, semis. He's gotten married. Uh got a job and like, you know, got his own programming and like all these, you know, spending all these plates within CrossFit. It's like, how did that happen in three years? Like, I feel like I've done nothing with my life in three years. This guy's gone out and gotten married and in three, we all that in three years. Yes. Probably. (laughs) Gross. Down. Do you sleep? Come on, man. A lot. I sleep a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's quite important to your recovery. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's wild. But I do, I do get what John's saying. And I do feel like it's been cool watching you grow and evolve, uh, you know, kind of like in the public eye through CrossFit. And Mm -hmm. I won't even harp too, too much on the fact that I know you're a super accomplished athlete, even outside of the world of, of CrossFit, but I know that you're, you've been making moves and doing big things. And so I'm excited to have you on to talk a little bit about like where you're at right now. Cause I hear that there's a, a move and a training camp in your future pretty soon, huh? Yeah, we're moving. Let's see. From now, it'll be about two and a half months. So we're going to try and move out. Our move-in date will be like the 2nd or 3rd of January. We're going okay. to Naples, Florida. And that will become Brute Strength Headquarters. And oh. some of my best friends are coming out to train. And I could not be more excited. That is going to be so different on so many (laughs) levels. I mean, like obviously having other really skilled athletes around you and I want you to get into like the roster and how you guys all, all work out together and all that, but just in and of itself, like this will be your first time, like moving out away from home. Right. Yeah. So I did a year ago. I was at school at Utah state university. I did go in person and that's like two hours from home, but a 36 hour drive to a two hour drive, not really the same. Um, so yeah, this is like the first time I've really like, will be away from home, which is definitely gonna be hard with my family. I realized like that's the number one thing, but they've been extremely supportive and I could not like, I'm so stoked. I cannot wait to get there. 
So they're cool. Like Papa Pepper's cool with his yeah. son being 36 hours away for real. Uh, every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, wait, maybe you shouldn't move. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> but we'll have an extra bedroom for them. And so mm-hmm. we're going to get them out there to come visit quite a bit. Cool, cool. And and you've got a stacked little field of athletes out there in that Bruce Training camp, huh? Yeah. So the people that are making the move, it'll be me, Emma Carey. Everyone knows Emma. Uh, James Sprague. Yeah, he's a goofball. Everyone, everyone knows him too. <laughs> and then and his Phil, dad. <laughs> yes, and his dad, the greatest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Toon, he competed in the LCQ with me. Uh, I think this last year was his first real competitive year, and he's a freak. He's so strong and ex- extremely fit. He won the Waterpalooza qualifier just barely. So yes, he did excellently in the last cl- last chance qualifier. There was a point in time where he was uh, in the running for one of the top spots. And I remember doing a, yeah. a virtual interview with him and being like, "Who are you? Yeah, I think <laughs> who was, are you? You're so good at CrossFit." I think he was winning after the first two workouts the first day. So he's a yeah. stud. And then my training partner currently uh, in Salem, Utah, Ethan Tate, will also be making the move he'll be living with james so yeah. so mainly the young bucks with the exception of yes. with the exception of phil is that right Phil's like 22 <laughs> or 23 so oh, oh he's God, ancient he's the old one yeah <gasps> oh god so old so old oh my god yeah. so pretty oh, my- pretty young field that'll be out there Oh my God, my brain just exploded. <laughs> That's when you start doing stuff for your life, Nikki. You remember what it was like when you were 24, which wasn't that long ago for you. For me, it was 25 years ago. So I barely no, wait, remember. It was kind of a long time. It was almost a decade ago. Okay. Well, maybe you're old too. But No shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. I think it's awesome. I just, I love watching people like, you go for it's amazing to me how you can go from being a teen and like i think the last time we spoke at least on the air you were straight up teen dude like yeah. you know and like watching you mature and grow and like we you know, i ran into you in vegas and uh i was like like have you grown four feet and put on like 40 pounds like you're huge you know? yeah it's <laughs> it's it's really uh fun for me to watch, you know, that's why I love the teens so much. Like it's so much fun watching you guys come up and improve. And you see someone like Emma, who we've been watching for a number of years. And I'm excited she's going to be training with you because, you know, we watched her go from, you know, being a very good athlete to being world class in just a couple yeah. of years. It's just it's it's so exciting, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked to train with her. She's on a whole new level physically as well as mentally. And just being able to bounce ideas off each other's head and learn from each other. I'm really stoked about that. Yeah. I was going to ask, what does it do to you to kind of like really immerse yourself in that kind of training environment? Cause you, you've come so far without it. So now that yeah. you're getting there, like, what do you suspect will change? Um, I think, so I've been thinking like this year before this got finalized, like early into this year, like I hate to say it, but I, I think I needed some change, which I don't want to sound ungrateful for what I have because I literally have the best environment. I have two gyms that will take care of anything I need at all. And like, I love them and it's going to be extremely hard to leave, but like just trying to switch it up a little bit can keep you on your toes, keep your schedule. Right. Um, and I think something like that will be really beneficial to me and my career. And 
I mean, I'm in a spot now where like training is my number one priority and being there with people that are like-minded in the gym, the same amount of time, uh, even more resources when it comes to coaches, uh, massage therapists, all of that stuff, having them all in one place, everything's going to be easier to get that stuff done. Uh, the process obviously won't be easier, but it's all so available. So, so are you switching? Are you, are you going to be in school still, or is this going to be like the full-time gig? I did. I switched to part-time school starting the cool. semester. Um, I was able to also graduate like the same time as everyone else my age, just because I did a whole bunch in high school. And then my first two semesters, <laughs> of course I, just, you did. <laughs> I just grinded it out. And so it made sense to like take advantage of some opportunities and kind of slow down in that area, but still keep chipping away. So how does, cause I feel like you're like, you're the next generation of CrossFit athlete, like, like, uh, John said, we watched you come up as a teen and, and you're kind of the first type of athlete that we're seeing entering into the professional level right at the time where you like normally would enter into the workforce or whatever and try to make this your full-time gig. So I'm so curious, like, how do you (laughs) figure out like how to make money in the sport, how to live off of this, how to Mm -hmm. get your schedule right so that you can make this your full-time job? Like, how do you navigate that? No, no one's ever done it before really at your age. Yeah. So first I've been incredibly blessed with some like great opportunities, but it really started from a young age, like I've loved business. And like, I think back to like even elementary school and like, I was trading the cool, like mechanical pencils for like other cool ones. Like I had like three <laughs> crayon boxes full and I was like in this little business of having the coolest pencils. Um, so I've always kind of had that business mindset. So when I was 15, I created a muscle up program and just like would DM people on Instagram, like, Hey, do you want to try this muscle up program? Um, and I made like, couple bucks here and there. And then that slowly grew. I kept getting, creating more programs. And I started doing some one-on-one coaching and that was enough, like for a high school kid who didn't ever go out anyway. Like I spent all my time at the gym to get a little savings account going. And then as things have gone on, that's grown. And then I started working with Cooper Marsh. He's my agent. Uh, We love Coop. Coop's the best. Coop's, Coop's a stud. Um, we started working together two years ago. So it was towards the beginning of my senior year of high school. And he has set me up and like, I would not be where I am without him in the situation I am. So I am fairly certain and we'll have to ask your dad, but I'm fairly certain that I gave Joe Coop's info at games two years ago. There is a chance. I also know. I don't know. pull me on this, but I feel like maybe we cut this from the show. If this is wrong, but I feel like he was like, Don's about to like graduate high school. And I don't, I don't know how to navigate whatever. And I was like, I know a guy. I, I do remember you telling, I do think I remember you telling us about Coop, but I also know ESC sounds, um, Harry over there. Yeah. He, Harry's great. He also got us in contact with him too. So I think there was like two ways and it was like, Oh, I remember. Yeah, I specifically remember ESC sounds and you told me about Coop and I was like, all right, he must be the real deal. So do I get a cut of your earnings? That's the real question. Is there like a kickback for (laughs) putting the right people in touch with the right people? No, it was important. It was important to talk about. I would actually love to get Coop on the show at some point to discuss Mm -hmm. this too, because I know that there's really funky rules when you're a teen athlete about like what kind of sponsorships you can get. And you like... Uh, this is not going to be totally right, but it's something along the lines of like, you can't necessarily accept money for a 
CrossFit type sponsorship. If you want to play college sports, like yeah. if you get accepted money, they won't let you play college sports or something along those lines. So like there's difficult waters to navigate. And I know it's tricky. Yeah. So at that point, so my senior year, I decided like, I'm not going to play college sports. I'm going all in on CrossFit. So that's why we started that. But this summer we saw the name likeness and image rules change for all collegiate yes. athletes. Yep. And so I know a couple other teams like have signed with agents. They're getting some deals and that's honestly great for all collegiate athletes because they should be able to make money using their name, but it's also great for the sport of CrossFit because it's going to allow these teenagers to just keep training through. Like while we're in high school, our only responsibility is like getting our homework done. And yes. so if we can continue to limit those responsibilities, we're just going to see higher level of athletes. Have you guys watched bad sport on Netflix yet? I've not seen it. I'm no. still in the middle of squid game. Don't get me off squid game. Ooh, I actually haven't watched and I don't oh. think I'm going to. I'm on the last episode. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. But I'm I'm at the end. I'm very excited to see how this thing's going to watch it? Yeah, I'm in episode seven. I don't even know how many episodes there are, but I'm, I think I'm getting there. You're close. I, th- I think yeah. there are eight, I think. I paused okay. the last one to come do this. So you guys are keeping me from Squid Game right oh now. My God. I'm so I know. sorry. I just exciting. can't. Unpopular opinion, but I'm just... Uh, yeah. It's a little it. dark for me right now. It's a little dark for me right now. Definitely dark. Yeah. Yeah, it is very dark. I I would like to say that I'm very excited that uh, you joined the Innovate family. Yeah, I'm stoked. Like that's been that was kind of like the big thing that's been in the works this fall. Um, I've worn their shoes in the past for like years. Like we reached Fran reached out to me. I want to say it was honestly right after my first CrossFit Games, and I got a pair of shoes, and I'd wear them off and on, wear different shoes, and. Uh, kind of the stars aligned. I was wearing a pair at the games and, uh, I'm spacing his name, but fury photography on yeah. Instagram. Ronaldo. Uh, yes. He DM'd me. He was like, Hey, I saw you wearing the three hundreds at the games. Uh, let's, let's do a little more talking and their shoes are amazing. I'm stoked. Dude, Fran, Fran is awesome. Yes. And when they, the day before they were announcing you as an athlete, you know, they, I've sent push stuff out for them and, uh, they send me your photo and they go, Hey, this is coming out tomorrow. And they didn't tell me who it was. I'm like, I recognize <laughs> that, butt and that pasty white, <laughs> and that pasty pasty white skin. White I know who that is. Uh-huh. So, I, so I messaged yes. Fury and I'm like, Hey, is that Dolan Pepper? He's like, yep, absolutely. I'm like, all right, I won't spoil the surprise, but I, and then I messaged you. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, okay, first so- of all, it's not even fair that the innovate rep for all this CrossFit stuff is named Fran. Are we just going to yeah. glaze right over that? Like that, like how did the stars align for that? It does make us all kind of hate her a little bit for that reason, but she's a sweetheart. She's so nice. I believe yeah, she's it. Awesome. I believe it. Yeah. You can't, you can't hate her, but you got to hate the name, you know, yep. hate the name, not the, <laughs> not the player, I guess. <laughs> so that's, that's one way, right? Like you, the, the sponsorships and the ways mm-hmm. to sort of like get your name out there. That's got to help, help yep. give you the confidence to build a career around this sport. Absolutely. And without like that, Going into my senior year, things were definitely tricky. And I think this is where we see a lot of teenagers fall off. Um, I guess I haven't really talked about this before on a podcast, but like making the transition from the teenage division into the individual, especially as a male athlete, um, we've seen has been extremely challenging. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's taking nothing away from some of the female athletes because they are beasts. And, but it's just, it's typically slower for some of the male individual athletes. 
So there's that fear. And then there's also the fear of like, I have to make money somehow. And so the, when Coop came in and like, that just gave me all the confidence in the world that things would work out how they needed to. And so at that point I went all in with my training and it's, it's paid off. So. You know, what impresses me about you is, um, and why I think you're having so much success is your humility and maybe mm-hmm. why you're moving faster than some of your relative peers into it. Like it was funny. Um, you know, you'd had a, obviously a ton of success as a teen athlete, and then you move in with the big boys. And, you know, when I ran into you in um, in Vegas, you were, I think you were in the lead that day. Like it was, we're going yeah. into day two and you'd killed day one. And I was so excited to see you. I'm like, how are you feeling? And you were so humble. Like there was no, I can't wait to go out there and whip these guys' butts. It was just like, yeah. hey, I'm taking it one workout at a time. See so, yeah, how I can do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and for me, that's always the sign of someone who's going to do really well in the future. Like people that can recognize, you know, that are humble, usually recognize their own weaknesses and are able to work on them. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I guess the kind of the question from that is we also see that in Emma Carey, even at her young age, do you think, that's a reflection of the way, you know, you have a terrific family. we we know Emma's family or family's unreal. You know, is it, mm-hmm. is it a reflection of that? Or is it just how you think you guys are wired as, as games athletes? I think I, I know Emma's family and my family are both amazing. Um, I do think it has a huge role in how we were raised and James, I don't know Phil well enough yet. Uh, so I'm not going to like get into that, but same with James, <laughs> like, um, obviously feels extremely humble. I don't mean to take that away, but I don't know his family. Um, I think the way we're raised and the coaches we're surrounded by, and we choose to surround ourselves with each other, knowing we, we do have these weaknesses, but like James can, James makes me more, more fun, more social and more outgoing. And Emma is extremely stoic in the way she thinks and just extremely grateful for every painful workout and I'm really trying to work on that. And so just by like surrounding ourselves with each other, I think we grow. And so I think it's a little bit of both like our families and who we want to be with as we continue to grow. I think too, like so much dedication at such a young age, like it teaches you to focus in a way that if you're not, if you didn't grow up playing team sports, you know, having, you got to be at practice and you got to do well at school so you can stay on the team and you got mm-hmm. your teammates relying on you. Like, it's just, it builds a different level of dedication. I think from an early age that you guys obviously are able to springboard off of as you get yeah. older, as, as the stakes get higher, kind of. Mm-hmm. How are no, you for sure. How are you balancing this with being married? That's like, I can, that's, <laughs> that's a, a full-time like, job. Full-time know, job in and of point. itself. Like, come on. Like, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. That was because I have the greatest wife in the whole world. <laughs> She's that. in the room, isn't she? Yeah. That, yeah. She is, <laughs> I don't even know where she is. <laughs> She's somewhere. I think she was watching our niece. Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's easier with her. Like, um, I think I always had my mom, like my mom kind of like made sure I had food and like, like if I need to talk or just any of any of that kind of stuff, like emotional support as well. And she's just like kind of filled in that role with zero issues. Like there's like no obstacles in the way she filled that role. And it showed at West coast, like she did, she, we both learned a lot. Um, that was the first competition. Like, like she was my person. We had our own Mm -hmm. hotel. Like my family wasn't there when normally they are. And I mean, she crushed it. She's amazing. That's awesome. And she's kind of switching gears too, right? To like be yes. a little bit in more work in your, a little bit more in your world. 
Yes. And I think that's how she would word it too, honestly. Um, I mean, from her sophomore year in high school, she was going to do a radiology program, go to school, be a radiologist, whatever that entails. I don't know the details there. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got, I got off the phone with my coach, Matt, and I believe this was probably May or June. And we, we decided we want to do the training camp in Florida. And she just kind of dropped those plans. And she had just been accepted into a very good radiology program like a week before. So I know that was extremely difficult for her. And she pivoted. She's doing nutrition coaching and, I mean, just helping me out in any way and extremely grateful for that. And she's also extremely grateful with the route that we are going now. She's having way more fun and it's been, yeah, it's been good. Well, you got to take the opportunities as they come. You know, no yeah. one's saying like, drop your dreams. That's, that's not what's going on here. But it's like, hey, we could really do this right now. You have so much time, such a runway ahead of you to do more things in the future that I think that's rad. Follow every opportunity. Now, if my kid grows up and gets accepted <laughs> into a program and drops it a week later, he won't survive the next day. But you guys remind me of this moment when her, that happens. Her mom and just like that's like her sisters in nursing school and like that's kind of the route all her family takes has yeah. taken and so at first they were a little like what are you doing like Woo! you just got accepted but um they've been super supportive and they're stoked for us and it's been fun. cool like yeah. you could you could change you both could change what you're doing with your lives three times yeah in your life or four times yeah. like i've changed my careers three times in my life and look at me i'm a meme lord now so oh, i guess i have to i guess i you know? have to yeah. yeah i mean seriously like you there's there's you know the life of an athlete you know knock on wood it's going to be super long for you but the life of most athletes is you know 10 years or so and then yep. you go on to you know other careers so often in fitness but you know it could be mm-hmm. other things and you know they're all rewarding i guess that's the yeah. point is it's like Strike while the iron's hot, man, and you're killing yeah. it. You know? Yeah, so, and then you exactly. can always go back to Hawk and Mechanical Pencils if you need to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> easy. Totally easy. Uh, the pencil empire of Naples, Florida. That's what they're going to be. Yes. <laughs> pencil king. Oh, my gosh. Man. I love it. So, um, question. Did you, and this is, feel free to not answer this if this is a little too whatever, but did you catch yeah. any flack for getting married so young? Because it was, oh, yeah. came as a shock to, and I've known you for years. It came as a shock to me. I yeah. was like, oh, damn, he grown. It's yeah. happening. No, for sure. And that's totally okay. Just because I, and honestly, I probably wouldn't have been able to say this months ago, but like, I'm extremely confident in what I believe and who I am. And that's what I felt was right. And no one else needs to, no one else needs to support that if they don't want to. And the ones who don't support it, they don't, they don't really matter. Like as harshly as Cooper sent me a text, just like that um talking about getting married and he's like if they don't support it like they don't matter so and that's how it is i love that attitude i'm fully gonna adopt that the next time someone tells me i have a big nose on instagram (laughs) but y'all if you don't like it you don't matter uh just let me just let me attack them that's fun for me also true yeah you can swoop in and and kill well you can tell them that they don't matter yeah (laughs) I, i can do that too well i think it i think it matters i'm excited for you i mean i I, yeah. as much as I make fun of being the divorce guy on the show, I, uh, <laughs> I think it's great when people find love young and, yeah. and they know who they are and what they want to yeah. be and, and all of that. Do, have you guys settled your minds into how different Florida is than where you live now? Because there's a, yes. a subtle difference between yes. Utah and Florida. Yes. And like being like, we know Utah, that's like 
Church of Jesus Christ, like most of the people here. Um, she lived in Wyoming and Montana. And so like when it comes to that, we're totally fine. But yes, in all the other ways, Florida and Utah are very different. And I'm going to miss all the mountains that I'm looking at right now. So, <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah, Florida definitely does not have the mountains. The mosquitoes are the size of bald eagles. So that'll yep. be fun for you. Uh, you'll also have to probably start competing with alligators or whatever <laughs> else, you know, and tons of snakes. Like the, yes. the South is not a lot of fun in that regard. But uh, yeah. It'll be a good experience though. The heat alone, right? Like, isn't that going to be a totally different training environment? So I was thinking that too. And I was really nervous because like I already sweat a lot. So the humidity is not going to help. But my coach came out for the LCQ, which was like over the 4th of July. Yep. And it's hot here. And he, he pointed out that it feels way hotter here. Um, just like direct sunlight type heat. I don't know if it's the elevation, the dry heat. But he said it doesn't even feel that hot in Florida. Um, it's just more humid. So yeah, it'll okay. be an adjustment. But. I, okay. I think it gives you an advantage. I mean, if you look at other sports, um, you know, I'm probably being way generalistic here, but I think in college football, all the great college football teams are Southern teams, typically. Yeah. Or kids that have come from South, and it's not because the South's amazing. It's because they can train year-round. Yeah. And, and oh, I think yeah. that that will be a difference for you. Like, you know, it snows a little bit in Utah, snows a little bit in Wyoming and that part of the country. And it doesn't snow in Florida. You only have to do yep. hurricanes and those come and go. So it's, you know, you, you can get outside and do the things. So, you know, a good example of that is you guys had that horrific run at the Vegas event where you're outside and the heat. That. And that's not something you can simulate in Utah. I don't care how hard you try. You can't simulate. Yeah. It. You could simulate that in Florida to some degree. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I mean. That is another, that was one of the pros, like my coach was thinking about like, like where we should do it. And like, we can train year round outside with whatever implements we need um, in Naples. So didn't James win that run or come close to winning that <laughs> run? He was winning the run for like 3.9 laps and then Cole Sager passed him. Oh yeah, that's it's right. a really funny video, and it's funny to mess with him now. But it was a little touchy for a month or so. Ooh, I can imagine. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna get beat by anyone, yeah, at least at it's, least it's I was gonna say one of the best athletes in the sport, but also like one of the nicest guys. Yeah, it's one of the funniest videos. You should definitely go look at it after <laughs> he passes him. Like, like James was winning coming back into the arena, and then Cole passed him. That's right. That's right. It was like a race yep. to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun video to watch. Probably not fun for him, but as a spectator, it was fun. <laughs> yes, this is a good time. So what's what's next for you competition-wise? What are you training for right now? Um, I just unofficially qualified for Wadapalooza. I took okay. third in the qualifier. Um, we're just waiting video reviews and that type of thing, but we should be good. I try and move really well. Um, so that's kind of what I'm focused on right now. You just did the Zealous games too, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I saw your name on that. How'd you finish? Cool. Week one went great. Week two, not so much. <laughs> um, I did it live for like the live announcement, like the first people to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do a round every 90 seconds, 20 minute AMRAP. Um, and three and a half minutes in, I finished my third round. And so it was rough. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'd be curious. Um, I talked to a couple of games athletes last night about this. And so I'd be curious on your opinion now that this is really your full-time gig. How, how are you feeling about the change in format um, specifically around these events that have big payouts, but they're invite only like it had never occurred to me yeah. that they had that, but now that rogue and, and um, Dubai, Dubai. Are, are both invite only, that's a real interesting dynamic for those of you that are trying to earn a living doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think there's like two takes on it. Um, I was disappointed. I didn't have a chance to fight for a spot at rogue just because I think that's one of the coolest competitions, but also understand like those athletes earned it um with past accomplishments or whether how they did this year but in general in the sport like the cross the games is what we look at and that's what everyone should be i mean that's what everyone's training for so like you got to go prove yourself there and then once you've proven yourself you'll continue to have these opportunities and there's still other competitions like Wadapalooza, um where you still still can earn a little bit of cash but I mean, nothing should be handed to you. And yes, even if it's a qualifier, but like earning it throughout the CrossFit game, game season, I don't think is awful. Yeah, you are, you the are. humblest answer. I of know. Course. You of are I mature. wanted I him to be like, this is bullshit. I got it. <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> that was the reaction that, I got last night. That's why I was over it? for it. I didn't get it yeah, tonight. Well, I will say that yeah. I, I, this is a, I mean, Dubai hasn't always been invite only in the past. And I know that, you know, the pandemic has something to do with that, where they're just trying to control and limit who's coming from where and how, and they know way ahead of time, like what athletes to expect. So like, I don't think that that'll be, I mean, what do I know? But I doubt that we would see that forever in the future from from an event like that. But I hear, I hear where you would be coming from if you were like kind of miffed. That like here I am trying to make money in this sport and I really think I yeah. could win or win an event or do whatever. But then you also have to like the people that are making money in the sport, like they should be at the games anyway. So true. I mean, at this point, like you should be competing at the CrossFit games if you're gonna keep making money in the sport. I and see. if yeah. if you're not if you're not at the CrossFit games, you're probably not gonna go and win Rogue or Dubai, in my opinion. It's a little chicken and eggy. Yeah. yeah, like goes around. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with them making it invite only. I mean, it's their events to run, and they're cool events. I think for me, I would just like to see more events like that, like Wadapalooza, that you can mm-hmm. qualify for. Like, I yeah. would just like. I would like to see more people be able to earn a living at this, and there to yes. be real prize purses. And but you know, there's the you know the guy me that's a banker that sits around going these events are expensive to run and they're hard to, mm. <laughs> you know, they don't make a lot mm-hmm. of money. So it's hard to pay out a lot of money. So I get yeah. it, you know, and it's a young sport. I would just love to see there be, you know, six to 10 events where you guys could have a circuit throughout the year yeah. competing for and money. And then the games is the prize, you know, hopefully once COVID calms down, whenever that may be, like we can get some more events. It'll be easier to travel to, I know Europe's doing a lot of events. It's just not getting a lot of attention here. Um, like they did, they had one last weekend. I think there's one coming up soon. They just did Um, Madrid, right? That was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roman won that, didn't he? Is that right? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He's also having a baby. You guys, Um, all the cool kids are doing it. Not you. You're too young. (laughs) Not me. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. Stoked for Roman, but like, Hopefully, I would love to see another like US based or Canada, even like like yeah. Wadapalooza. So, like, we'll keep Rogue 
it's like the rogue invitational like it's the most one of the most prestigious competitions let's keep that invite and then right. allow waterpalooza and say another competition i don't know yeah those are my like random thoughts i would i would really love to see i mean if i were if i were running the show if i were eric rosa i look like him anyway Almost, almost. I, I know. <laughs> I'd love to see bigger payouts and semis. You know, I yes. think, you know, guys like yourself that, you know, I, nothing's a guarantee, but I think you're a lock for semis. You know, like you're a damn good yeah. athlete. So there should be payouts for that. Top 10, top 20, whatever, like significant money. Something that makes it worthwhile to really get there besides mm-hmm. getting to the games, right? And yep. and obviously an increase in games prize money would be a help. And and then I think there should be a few other things along the way, like, you know, CrossFit's doing these online events that they're fun, probably funding the games with, like they're running one right now, I think, that I'm not a yeah. part of. Um, but it, it would be kind of cool if maybe they did another online event for, quote unquote, real athletes, like with some sort of payout, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I know there's a lot there. I just, I just want to find ways for you guys to make more money. because Yeah, and like, I wish, I hope... I wish is the wrong word. I hope Zalos Games continues to get some traction because, like, I made fifteen hundred bucks in four minutes doing some wall walks and deadlifts. Like, that was awesome. And then I didn't make yeah. money the next week, but other athletes got the opportunity too. Um, and I'm not going to let them have that opportunity next week. But like, <laughs> if they can get some traction and continue to grow, like, athletes will continue to be able to make money. And the price purse for those workouts will get bigger. And the cool part about the format is like, you can sign up for one workout. Like if you see it and it's like, Oh, I'm going to crush that one. Like you just have to commit to that one and it doesn't have to affect your training at all. Yeah. 20 bucks. I love that. I love that for you guys because you're in the middle of obviously like cycles and important training patterns and you don't want to mess that up. Yep. I hear there's real money in foot photos if you wanted to go that route. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Unless you're nah, conned got, into them, then you I give them up for free. Flintstone <laughs> feet over here. Hey, what, whatever. Hey, there's probably a market for that. Probably. Oh my God. Wait, can I tell you guys? Did I, I didn't say this out loud to you yet, John. I no. got an email from OnlyFans. I could not make this up. <laughs> and it was a rep. And she was like, hey, like, saw you on Instagram. Like, you have a great following, whatever. Have you considered an OnlyFans? It's like a really great way for people, like athletes and people in sport to make money. And there was like a link to like, you know, how athletes can use OnlyFans, quote unquote. And I was like, I don't even know how many ways can I say no? Like, I don't even know where to start by being like, wait, uh, so much. Nope, 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 no city. I'm all yeah. I, I think you should do it, but only do nose photos and we'll call it nosely fans. How about that? Nosely fans. And it'll just be like, I'll take them like from the side. Like, just just, like little profile photos. Yeah. Really great. <laughs> Um, I could not believe that shit. I was like, first of all, how did you get this email address? Yeah, I got, I think I got an email or a DM. I think it was an email just through the one I have linked on my Instagram. Right. This is the the first, it was like subtly weird. It was, it said, Hey, I'm looking to buy some used workout gear, specifically used compression shorts. And that's where it got. (laughs) Yeah. So that was interesting. So how much did you um, sell them for? Right. So I, how much did you make? I, mean, I heard, I also heard like Sam Quant got offered like 500 bucks for one used sock or something. Like people are paying a lot of money for that stuff. So if you want some compression shorts, shoot me a DM. 
Yeah, yeah, dude, I'll say that on the air right. right now. You guys want socks? I will sell socks all day long. <laughs> all day long. Yeah, what do y'all want? I'll sell whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I'll make that money. Also, wait, side note on this side note, I got another uh, email about like uh, from a company. This is legit. Even the OnlyFans one was legit too, for the record. Yeah. I just wanted to be like, there was like no way for me to be like, I'm sorry, I'm not making an only fans like you're <laughs> your only porn like that's all you are yes. but if you don't you're having an identity crisis and you think that you're for athletes like i have a patreon for my podcast i'm all set right. yeah but um i got another e- email <laughs> this is just yesterday <laughs> oh my god it's from a company that is like hey congratulations on your son you know you're a new mom and we want to know if you wanted to rep our brand and they make like a device that helps strengthen your pelvic floor, <laughs> right? So it's it 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 looks like a dildo, like it's basically yeah. just a dildo, right. right? And you like you stick it up there, and it's Bluetooth. I could not make this shit up, you guys. Bluetooth <laughs> to your phone, and there's a game on your phone, and when you squeeze your pelvic floor, i.e., do a Kegel, and the thing is in then like your little bird like goes up on the game and like you so watch like it on your bird. phone. That's yeah, like literally, bird. Yeah. literally, but with your vagina. <laughs> and I was like, I showed it to Matt and I'm like, can you imagine if I turned, like if I said yes to well, these people and it was just like me on my Instagram, like holding it up being like, this is my new product. Go yeah, how do you advertise that? Code Nikki 15. <laughs> like, the worst like, part it's a picture of like me basically holding a dildo. Can you imagine? <laughs> the the worst part is Matt's a gamer, so he's probably like going, I, well, I want to play the game though. <laughs> like, literally, literally. Yeah. I was like, well, but what is what do the graphics look like? Yeah, it was like, listen, putting that thing in. You make it Get for PlayStation. Here. They make that for PlayStation 5. Like, oh my god. I I couldn't believe it. I was like, this I know they're being serious, but like, can you imagine my followers like can't you guys you can just post it like april 1st all your followers will think it's a joke you get the money and i'll actually make money (laughs) yeah i think you should do it i don't get any dms like this i'm feeling very left out all of a sudden really yeah no one asks for my compression shorts no one gives me a dildo game i don't get any of this So sorry. Well, you get some sweet kicks from Innovate. Dylan's right now going, what did I sign up for? How did I get on the show? <laughs> no, this is awesome. What the heck is going on? I couldn't make on? this stuff up, you guys. I really couldn't. I'm going to send you the a link to this. You, I'm serious. Yeah. It's real. We post it in the show notes. They sponsor the show all of a sudden. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Please God. don't. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. So I, I do want to know, like, outside of the CrossFit stuff, what are you doing these days? Like, do you guys... You know, you've obviously been to Florida, like you're looking around where you're going to be like, what are you going to do for fun down there outside of working out 24 seven? Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked about that part too. I mean, Thursdays we have plans. We'll swim in the morning. Uh, we'll all go out to breakfast, do some programming and stuff. And then my coach just bought a boat. So we'll go sit at the beach and go on some boat rides and hang out in the ocean. So yeah. we'll do that for fun um golfing naples has like more golf courses than anywhere else in the world if you pull up a map it's like there's golf courses everywhere it's crazy um and i've really been getting into that so golfing and boating and hanging out eating yeah, good food it's the south have you been to cracker barrel yet this is gonna be the important question we need to know you know i don't think i've ever been to cracker barrel but after seeing like 
Facundo at Mayhem, like that's all they do. So I must, I think I need to try it. It's, it's, I mean, you know, you look at it like that whole, the whole mayhem cruise there all the time. It, yep. can't, it can't be bad for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tasia told us on the podcast that we recorded with her just the other day that Facundo, when he's in town, he eats at Cracker Barrel, like literally morning, noon, and night. Like he'll go like 15 times in a trip that he's there. <laughs> he made their website. They put him on his, on their right. Instagram page. That's how no much way. That's awesome. That's when you know you've made it. When you get on yes. Cracker Barrel's Instagram page, you have made it. Famous. Yeah. Famous. That doesn't even surprise me that Facundo made that. I like, know. That's so him. Like he's awesome. <laughs> we should get him on the show. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna text him right now before I forget. Yeah, I ran into him at the games and uh chatted with him and I tried to I tried to talk uh he was with uh Spencer mm-hmm. and I, I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to talk him into uh, getting a pan check team together. He's he's like, you know which team I coach, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm just busting your balls, man. Come on. <laughs> I know who you are. Like, everybody knows who you are. Yeah. No, that's awesome. He's such a good dude. Well, I'm excited for it. Florida. He's the international man of mystery. He really is. Yeah. Florida would be a fun place for you guys, like, especially as newlyweds and, you know, having all your friends around. There's so much, mm-hmm. so much fun stuff to do down there. It's. Yep. You know, as long as you can deal with the heat and some of the craziness that comes along with it. Gators. Yeah. No, it's, I'm, Gators. I mean, it's such, Naples is such a cool place to live too. Like I've only been there once. We're going to go again in two and a half weeks. So Corinne can actually see it, but um, yeah, we're going to go explore for two days. So we have a little better idea, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be tough for your family being that many time zones away. Have you prepped them for that yet? Yeah, I don't know what we can do to prep them, but my parents are coming to Wadapalooza and some of her family's also coming and then they're going to come hang out for a couple of days. I think my whole family is going to come out for spring break and hang out. And so we've got plans to see them. Are your little siblings like freaking out that you're going to be gone? My, the one that's just younger than me, he's, he's a little annoyed because <laughs> we're tight, but, and then I don't think my younger siblings my two sisters have fully grasped the idea yet, um, but that'll be hard. Yeah, that'll be tough. I love that your whole family is just like they light up my life. There was like the 50 of you guys <laughs> at West Coast Class. My favorite ever clip that I like went back and like I always rewatch the broadcast after we air it. And I like did a hit like sitting in the middle of like the little yeah. pepper, like there's like 17 rows of family members and then just like yep. super pregnant me. Like, look, it takes a village. They're all here. Back to you guys. Uh-huh. No, yeah, that was awesome. How uh, I loved it. How's your dad's deadlift these? days last time you were on you told a story of him just walking in while you were deadlifting not warmed up wearing boots just comes yep. in casually lifts what you're struggling to get and then walks out of the room how's he doing these days i can if we walked into the gym today i could outlift him but i still have not matched his 550 deadlift he did a few years ago so Ooh. he still technically has me but he's he's toned it down a little bit um because last time he deadlifted heavy and like really pushed it, he almost made me drive him to the hospital and I didn't have my driver's license yet just because his head was going to explode. Um, so he's kind of avoided that. Oh, I love, oh, I love goodness. parents that, that lift with their kids. Cause you guys get stronger so much faster. Mm-hmm. And as a parent who had a kid that passed them at some point, uh, at least in running, it's humbling when your kid passes <laughs> you, cause you get used to beating them. Like, 
Yeah. I don't know what your dad's like, but I never let my kid win anything. Nope. Never. And the first time she beat me in a foot race, I was distraught. Like, and it wasn't even close. It was like, she'd been running track for a while and she was doing AAU and I had not run with her for a few months. And in a span of like three months, we went from where I would beat her soundly to where not only was she beating me, she's like looking over her shoulder and kind of slowing down. So I would catch up, you know, like just humiliating me. (laughs) It was so bad. As long as I I live, I'll never forget it. Yeah. I think that builds character. My, I have an older brother who's nine years older than me. And he was like that with me too. Never let me win in anything ever, never, ever, even though like, and I would play this, like, but I'm the baby or like, but I'm cute or like, but I'm a girl and like, not a damn thing, not in sports, not in card games, like not in anything. Um, And I think that builds character. I think it teaches you how to be smarter and faster and stronger and whatever you want it. You earn it. Yep. Period. I agree. Yeah. So of your training crew, you or Emma, who's winning the games first? <gasps> oh my Emma kicks my butt in every workout. Does she? <laughs> like, okay, we'll, 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 easy we'll answer. Be, we'll be honest. Like I'm gonna say me because like I want to I want to win first. Well, I, we always talk like there's a spot for each of us on top of the podium. I agree yeah. with that. But oh my goodness, we like the last time we went out for a camp last December and this is the one that sticks out. Well, there's two of them. We did a 27, 21, 15, nine echo bike thruster. Um, I beat her in the workout overall, but she held the same wattage on the echo bike as me. And I'm twice her size. So to put that into perspective, we did another workout. It was 50 power snatch, 40 box jumps on a high box, 30 devil's press and 20 heavy overhead spots. It was like 185, 125 for the women ish. Um, and she yeah. finished the overhead squats unbroken before I even got to them. So, what? and then she, <laughs> and then she goes and says, I'm not super happy with that effort. I feel like I really could have sped up on whatever part. And we all like, are like looking around cause she beat us by three minutes and she's unbelievable. So I'm she's excited insane. to get pushed from her. I think that that training dynamics really important. I mean, you saw it with Matt and Tia for years, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. of, having someone to push you. And I don't think it has to be male, female necessarily, but I think it's a dynamic that certainly works. And particularly if that person has something that you want to chase or be like, like Emma, to your point has that gear in her. I I saw it in her at Granite games where she, she's kind of fearless. Like she made a couple of mistakes at Granite games because she was going for it. You know what I mean? And and she just only made the mistakes because she just had never like been in that moment. I, I -hmm. think anyway, but you know, she's just, she, you could see that, that glimmer in her of like, this is someone that is not scared of anything. And that's what cha- happens with champions. Yes. And she, she will go to failure in every movement. If she has to, like, like if she decides she's going to do that many reps, she will go to, it's crazy. Like people give up way before they go to failure, like myself included, like, Oh, I'm going to break. So I can, she's like fearless. Like you said, it's crazy. And Yeah. I think you have that too, though. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying about, you know, you'll break, but you know, I watched yeah. you in Vegas, like you go hard, well, you go real hard, <laughs> like I dangerously think, yeah. hard. I think, uh, I think we can definitely both teach each other. Like I, my coach and I have talked, like I'm 
pretty methodical in the way I do things. We had a different athlete that I trained with for a little bit, like full send on almost every workout. And I needed to learn how to do that. And now I have. And so I think we've kind of hit the balance where if I just need to go, I can't, and I have no problem doing that. But also I know myself as an athlete where I can almost reach failure, but still get the best score I can. Well, I think, uh, I think it's a great pairing for you guys and having James there too. And the rest yeah. of the crew, obviously like, really, you know, people ask like, how is that training dynamic going to be? Like we saw with comp train and then like, I don't think it's anything to do with the camp. I just think it coincidentally, they all didn't have the season they were hoping for, but like everyone's asked like, well, won't you get burnt out or anything like that. But me and James have already established, like we're great training partners. Uh, Phil, we all were, we do all the same workouts on Friday. Uh, it's brutal Friday workouts. And like, I already know that's going to be a good dynamic. And then of course with Emma, she's not my direct competitor, but the atmosphere of the four of us and including Ethan, um, five of us have already, like there shouldn't be any issues. No, I think, I think the fear of burnout actually goes away when you're all there and you're living there and you're dedicated to it. Then, then you really start to like pull in other aspects of like days off and rest days, active recovery. And like, you're all in it to win it. So it's like much more, I don't know. It's just so much more dialed in. Like I would be worried more about burnout if you were just like from afar trying to keep up with each other on different days at different times. Like that's hard. I've been training alone for what six six years now ish and i i think i'm ready for something new so it'll be good it's not fun it's not fun to train alone well i think i needed to like like matt and tia they both put in that time of training alone and i've learned what i needed to and i'll continue like i'll go in and do a workout by myself just so i can keep that feeling there but i think now i'll excel more with other people I'll be interested to see what all these training, you know, there's so many of these training caps forming and I'm with you. Like, I think the, the comp train group probably just had a bad year. And mm-hmm. I, I wonder over time, if we're going to come to realize that Matt was just a freak and that Tina and that Tia is just a freak. Yes. And, and that, you know, cause it feels to me like all of the, the camps yours included are all real close. Like, um, like I don't, you know, I hear the people you're talking about that are in your camp yourself included. And I don't, feel that your group's lesser than comp train. And, you know, you're talking Chandler Smith and Amanda Barnhart, you know, you know, some of the, you know, standouts in the sport, you know? Um, Yeah. I'll just be interested to see how that works out over time. To your point, if you see people burn out, will you see someone emerge from that group to be a, you know, a five-time champion or will it all kind of even out? And it just kind of depends on what the programming at that event looks like. Kind of like, I don't know, you know, golf is a good example of a circuit where you'll have just kind of anybody could win any weekend as long as you're in that top group, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, my money's on you, dude, for whatever that's worth. Appreciate it, yeah. <laughs> we aren't, we aren't here to mess around. So that's right. Have you, have you figured out though, how you're going to get that femur surgery? Cause I still think you're six inches too tall for the sport. Like <laughs> I am six feet tall and <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard the talk about it, but Honestly, that was something I thought about way too much this season. So I'm already different athlete mentally and physically from semifinals. So we'll be ready. I don't think it's a big, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm six feet tall. Not that that helps me in CrossFit, but I, you know, I think there are certainly movements in the sport that you get a benefit for being five, six, you know, but But most of them, (laughs) 
yeah. yeah, but there are a lot of things you're going to get a benefit to. You're a big dude. I think like people forget how big Patrick Vellner is. Like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, yes. you need to be short, and then it's like Vellner and Fikowski, top of the game, like consistently. Vellner's yes. a big dude. <laughs> yeah, he's not small. Yeah, that's true. Justin, Justin's totally not small. Like none yeah. of the, none also of the top true. three. None of the top three were little this year at all. Like when I looked at the top five, the only one that I thought was small was Saxon. Truthfully, like, yeah. and he, he's not short. He's just, you know, 175 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, but uh, yeah, I, I think the sport's getting bigger. So I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I'm just jerking your chain because you're uh, no, getting you, bigger. But um, yeah, just, <laughs> well, just making fun because, you know, you can see over everyone's head in the crowd at a CrossFit yeah, exactly. event, which is great. Yeah. It, so, it is weird. Like you see all the top guys, like I got to compete with Sager and Noah and Sweeney, like, you see them on TV and stuff, and it's like, oh, they're like big dudes. And then I like went up next to them. I'm like, oh, I am a lot bigger than you. Yeah, but- <laughs> right, right. right. Dude, I, yes. I feel the same way. Like, I don't, you know, I don't obviously don't run in those circles. I ran into Noah at the games. It was at mm-hmm. one of an ice cream shop when we were downtown somewhere. And Nuts, he just he just comes walking around a corner, and I'm like Noah, and it took him a second to recognize me, and he gave me a hug, and I'm like, this dude is little. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. his, his face is in my chest, like he's my daughter, <laughs> patting him on the head. I'm like, good to see you, buddy. You yeah, know? I think I weighed significantly more than most of those athletes when I was pregnant at games. Yeah, it's uh, that's there's two people. It doesn't count. Duh, yeah. I mean, there's two people in nine months of carbs, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's one there's two people one of them was only five and a half pounds so <laughs> wah, right. wah. well before we wrap up uh anything you want to shout out you know you got your programming like anything you're you know you wanting to direct people to where can they find you any of that um with programming there's going to be some changes i'm definitely going in on the athlete side of things but i'm not going away from programming so mm-hmm. stay tuned on that we're figuring that out right now doing some details with the brute strength crew so stay tuned there and then my instagram is just dallin pepper and yeah shout out to my wife and my family of course so oh i love it look how nice you are you're too nice i just saw her walk past the window it reminded me oh that's it of course of course right (laughs) here you go all right well it's been fun as always we won't we will not wait another 160 episodes to have you back on deal Deal. better yet we're gonna have you on next year when you win the games how about that perfect I'll I'm plan on it. Put it in the schedule. All right. That'll work. Nikki, great to see you as always. We didn't even talk about the baby tonight, so we'll have to catch up later on the baby. Deal. So. Deal. All right. For everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining us, and we will chat with you soon.